The Trader Cobb Crypto Show, talking business in blockchain. G'day, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Trader Cobb Crypto Show. Today's guest, look, I've got an ex-trader with me today who's moved into the realms of Bitcoin mining. Now, it's been a while since we've talked about the mining operations that are out there and what's actually going on. And I know it's topical right now. So it is with my absolute pleasure to introduce Amir Ness, the CEO of Elevate Group. Thank you so much for your time today, mate. Thank you, Trader Cobb. Good to be here. You've got a fascinating bio. Okay, let, let, let's kick this off with a bit of a, a bit of background before we go diving deep into the uh, the operation that is Elevate. And um, sure. I mean, you, you've you've been on Wall Street, right? You, you worked at Merrill Lynch. What was your role at Merrill Lynch? What were you doing? Give us the spiel. Yeah. I was a, so I was a financial advisor basically, and you know the way they have it set up at, at firms like Merrill Lynch, uh, everyone's a little different, but the way they have it set up is. You know, they basically invest people's money into funds, into managed funds. So if you're an investment advisor, it's kind of a, a, a tricky definition because you're really not kind of doing much other than raising money. That's your, your real role is to go out there and, and bring capital in. And I didn't like that because I, I always wanted to be involved in the market. I always, I was always looking for stocks, looking for companies, small and founded companies, this and that. So I, I realized it's not really the investment advisory that I want. I, I want to be involved in managing the actual money. And then I went one step further and, and realized that, you know, I didn't necessarily want to manage money for other people. I wanted to, to trade. I wanted to actually be making the trades. So that kind of um, just transitioned into becoming a prop trader. So I, I've, there was actually at that time uh, a company that was based in New York with an office in Los Angeles, which is where I was where I was at. And so I became a prop trader and started uh, managing my own money and trading. And I loved it, but it wore me down. It wore me down <laughs> a lot. But I, I did learn, um, I did learn the ins and outs of Wall Street, the markets, um, mainly the banking system, because I was heavily involved in gold and things like that and gold stocks. And then that just kind of like I, I spent 10, 15 years doing that. And after kind of going through the whole markets and everything, when I learned about the blockchain and Bitcoin, it was just uh, I was like five days of no sleep and just reading and learning. And I, I couldn't believe what was happening. And then I got it. I, so I understood. I calmed down a little bit. And then I said, okay, well, how am I going to, how am I going to play this? Like, what's my angle going to be? Cause there's so many angles. As you know, you're a trader. You, you can get into the media side. Anyway, long story short, I said, I want the most conservative, stable, passive type of investment in this area. Yeah. So, you know, that kind of led me to Bitcoin mining. You know, Bitcoin mining, even though we're in a bear market, just like everybody else is, Bitcoin mining is, relatively speaking, stable. It's consistent and it's passive income. And it's a, it's a function that the blockchain, that the Bitcoin network has to have. So despite all the ups and downs, it is a pretty uh, good area of the industry to be in. 
Well, you just answered my second question, which was why mining. So well done with that. Tick that one off. And just to come back on the whole, on your prop trading death stage, when I get this question all the time, people say, look, why aren't you trading for a fund? Why, why aren't you on a prop desk? It's like, look, I, I was invited to do both. I had a little fund in London that I set up and uh, when I was yeah, 23 and you, you said it, it burns you out. Uh, not only does it burn you out for when you're in there, the people around you burn you out. The lifestyle burns you out. The assholes burn you out. There's a lot of things that burn you out. It's not just the trading side of it. it. It's a whole ecosystem and it can get a little bit festy. So I totally yeah. understand that. That's why I've always traded for myself because it's a bit of a, uh, bit of a full-on sport. So from that into blockchain, the, uh, the five days down the rabbit hole, we've all done it. Uh, we've all yeah. gone through that. And look, I still keep on finding little bits and pieces that, uh, that still I'm spellbound by. A lot of it, I'm like, whoa, that's way yeah. outside of my brain capacity. Mining is one of these things where I think that most people can actually get their head around because it's yeah. once you understand Bitcoin and blockchain, you understand that the mining network is essentially what keeps this thing afloat. It's the verification process. So before yeah. you started Elevate Group, had you already started mining yourself and you know was that what you started individually and then you moved into the uh, the, the bigger picture yeah so what i did was actually the first project i i was involved with was with a, a project called ice rock mining i don't know if you've ever heard of them but they had a mining farm in kazakhstan in a cave and I was like, whoa, what are, you know, what a sexy story. So I called, <laughs> I, I, I got in touch with them. I sent them an email. They had done their first round of an ICO and it was really, really small. And so then what happened was I met these guys. I went out there. They really needed, I would say, a mouthpiece. They needed a, pl- they needed a marketing person that could kind of speak and talk about what they're doing and articulate their message, everything, Planet, right? They needed right. the front kind of piece of their business. And I was just starting. So I said, you know what, why don't I do your, your marketing and your, I'll, I'll speak at events for you and all that kind of stuff. So I got involved with them and the first month was really great. It, it worked. They needed it. I, I was kind of involved with a cool project, but then something happened and that was the that was the boom time of the market, right? Everybody was throwing money into ICOs. And what happened was, you know, the kind of advertising style of like, oh, you're going to make 300% on your money or, you know, like lifetime profits and just these kind of taglines that I, I would see on the website. And I was like, uh, I'm not about that. Like, that's not, that's actually not what's going on. And I found myself involved in this project that that was kind of morphing into something that I wasn't so sure I was going to be proud of. Anyway, long story short, I knew that I wanted to have a a, a long stay in this industry and and you know, and I knew it was going to it was going to be around. So, I resigned. I ended up just saying, you know, kind of cutting my losses so to speak. I just didn't want to be involved in that. I resigned and did, uh, actually, I did a whole thing with Crypto Rich, an interview about why I did that. Anyway, long story short, I said to myself, okay, I, I got to get involved in my own mining project because I, I wanted to control you know, how the marketing was done, what we say, what we don't say, and how it's handled. So I got, what, what ended up happening is a good friend of mine, the, his family, his, his wife's family owns a former steel mill 
a former steel mill in Siberia, right? Yeah. Now, Siberia... I might like that, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> now, what it is, is in the Irkutsk, Siberia, it's a heavy, heavy industrial city. I mean, you've got like companies like Rosneft and oil refineries and all. So they have a lot of power that's already mm. there, right? So they these guys had already 10 megawatts ready. And then they had the infrastructure where the power supplier, uh, the power utility was able to give them another 90 megawatts, which is, we're talking about running 75,000 ASIC miners. It's, it's way more than you need. But they had everything in place. And they were mining actually for themselves. It was it was like their own private. And and I said, well, well, why don't we kind of put make create a platform and put something out there for people? And really, what what Elevate Group is about, we call it mass mining as a service. What it's about is, look, you want to be a commercial mining farm. If you're going to get into the mining business, you don't want to be mining contracts. You know these cloud contracts. It's, it's complete bullshit. It's like the, the whole concept of a contract is really people need to stop and think for a second. If I'm create, I'm the miner, let's say you're, you invest money. So you give me your money. Now, uh, what am I going to do? I'm going to buy mining equipment with that money. That's, that's what I have to do in order to provide you with a mining contract. Now, if I'm mine, if I'm providing you with a mining contract, there's two facts. One is, in order for me to maximize my income, I have to sell that mining contract for as much as I can. The more I sell it for, the more I'm maximizing my income. Now, in order for you as the investor to maximize your income, you have to buy this mining contract for as little as you can. So what ends up happening is this contract becomes a device that has an inverse relationship between the two parties, right? So if it's better for one person, it's worse for the other. Mm. Now, what ends up happening is they go out and buy uh, mining equipment and they figure out how to juice as much of that power, so to speak, the hash power for the mining company and then give what they can to the investor. And this is how you end up, you know, you, you end up with situations like Genesis Mining where there's, they sold a lot of contracts and then all of a sudden they either canceled them or they just don't pay out because by the time you pay the maintenance fee and you, you do all this other stuff, there's no money in it for you. So coming from kind of a, a stock market slash equity market background, what I realized is that's all, that's all bullshit. The way, the way this could really work is... You pass on the platform. So in other words, we've got like five cents per kilowatt hour for power. That's very low. Yep. We've got an engineering team. We've got security. We've got the hosting facility. So we provide that as a platform. And then all we do is when the investor invests, they actually own the miner. So we buy the miner for them. We place it. We get it online. They have their own dashboard. Uh, we use awesome miners, so they have their own direct access to the miner. And then, and then what we do is we just charge a twenty percent management fee because we want we want the the income of the uh, miner of the investor to grow. You're in line, and 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 that's how we do it. So we we participate in the growth. So in a bear market right now, where it's you know profits are really really low, we're also making really really low. And then yeah. when the market ratchets up and we we start getting kind of bullish 
then our income will also increase. But it's always kind of consistent with our investors. We're always on their side. Your objectives are aligned. I think exactly. that's probably the best. Exactly. You know, it's it's there's nobody trying to stiff somebody else for a better deal, like you say. It's you know, and, and not that not that you know trying to do a good deal on, on one side to the other stiffing anybody, not at all. But this yeah. way, what you've actually set up is you you create, as I say, an alignment. You you your business partners to a certain extent, and of course, twenty percent of profits above and beyond go to elevate, which is actually probably paying more than twenty percent on the uptick based on the energy based on the optimization as well, right? Yeah, well, actually, you, you said it. I mean, if you were to go to a pure data center right now and, and you know, send them your miners and they charge you a hosting fee, number one, they don't really handle maintenance, you know? Yeah. So if, like, something happens, a chip, uh, you know, goes faulty or something like that, we'll repair that. Uh, we're, Bitmain is also located. They have a repair center in Irkutsk now, too, so it's like, we're, we're right there if we need to get something fixed. What ends up happening, They the, the data centers charge a flat fee. They'll say like $10 per miner or $7 or $8 per miner. Well, right now, that takes a lot of the profit away. So it's like 50% of the profit, 60% of the profit. Yeah. Whereas we're making like maybe $1 or $2 per miner max right now. But we understand that that's like, look, that's part of our business model in a bear market where we're just that's what it is. It's our, our customers aren't making a lot of money and we're not making a lot of money. So but again, I mean, look, you, I've looked through your website a little bit. I want to get I mean, you, you did not do an ICO. OK, do you want to take us through the reasoning behind why you didn't do an ICO briefly and, and the way yeah. you've done it? Yeah. So. I mean, an ICO, right? You have to deal with this question of, are you a security token? And then if you're a security token, you have all these other kind of uh, requirements, right? Now, first things first, mining is like, it's just a crazy simple business, right? I mean, all we're doing is validating transactions on on the Bitcoin network and getting paid Bitcoin for doing that. And so how does that work for us? That just means we have to put miners online, these, these yeah. processors. Now, an ICO is a good mechanism to raise money, but creating a token and, and going through that whole process, we don't need that. What we need to do is mine and then give that money to our investor. Now, if we create a token, we're creating another layer of kind of operation, so to speak. and we're redistributing portions of the profit. If we do it that way, then we are our security. And then we have to go through all the SEC stuff and we have to, you know, all of this costs a lot of money. Mm -hmm. So the bottom line was I said, look, if we have to go through all that and pay for that, who's gonna ultimately pay for that? The investors are, and that's the problem you get with mining and with mining ICOs. Let's say the mining ICO raised $10 million. Right, but two and a half million of it went to administrative, legal, um, you know, the technical side of setting up tokens, the website, all of it. Well, 25% of your money just now went into uh, something that didn't buy you terahash. Yep. You know what I mean? So exponentially, you've got a harder task to get that money back because two and a half million dollars of your mining power is gone before you bought a freaking miner. 
Exactly, which is part of the the reason why a lot of mining ICOs have failed. Is you know, yeah, they've got money, but that money didn't go into to into the, business, the, the operation into yeah. the business that's going to generate returns for the no revenue generating um, part. Yeah, yeah. So unfortunately, everybody was so caught up in the craze. That they weren't seeing this, you know, they yeah. thought they were going to make three hundred percent in six Logic months. Logic went out the door. Yeah, and then, and that was just about the time that I was brainstorming for what Elevate Group should look like, and I was going in a completely different direction. And I was saying, no, 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 we're not. There is no ICO. All we're doing is mining. So if, if an investor wants to mine, what we are is essentially their data center, where they're where their infrastructure center. They're they're you know, server center, whatever you want to call it. And and it's worked because, you know, now an investor comes in, they buy their miner through us, we put it online, they have a dashboard, and that's what we're doing. We're a, da- we're a glorified data center is basically what we are. And look, um, I had a look, you know, if the – here's a, qu- a couple of questions that, that, that um, I think are very, very valid. Let's say I come in – and I, I buy 10 mining units. I, I'm somebody who goes, look, I've got this and this and this in the, in the space. My next investment is into the mining. Then I've got the full, stack of, uh, the full stack of products for an investor to do. I invest myself. I trade. I have businesses in the space. And now I have my mining element. Now, and when I buy a miner from you, Am I buying that at your wholesale rate direct from Bitmain at your negotiated better price? You then plug it in, do maintenance, and you you just want to encourage more people to use your facility because therefore you get 20% off the top? Or is there a margin in the middle as well to help your costings? No, there's a margin. There is a margin? There's a margin. There's a margin for sure because there's with, with our model, there's no way we can get by without having – yeah. some profit in the in the sale in the front end. Now, what I can tell you is we when let's say when difficulty rate when mining difficulty rate, you know, plummeted, a lot of miners went out of business, right? Yeah. They they mining farms that had like 7 or 8 cents per kilowatt hour, they went out of business. So what we did is we they there was a, all of a sudden a secondary market for mining equipment. You we could buy miners for really cheap. Yeah. Right, pre-owned miners. So what we did is, like, we went out to our investor base and we said, "Hey, I know you. You just bought these new miners. Your cost per terahash is whatever, fifty bucks. We can go out into the secondary market, buy a bunch of pre-owned miners that we will maintain and, and do maintenance for you, but we can do it at twenty-five bucks per terahash." So what we did is, we were able to lower the cost per terahash for our investor. So the, your question. Though to answer it, we do make a profit. However, the ultimate uh, question is: What is your cost per terahash? Yeah, right? if you buy, right? yeah, it's that's it. All it is is your cost per terahash. So if you go like to, to cloud mining companies right now, you, you'll get a cost per terahash of anywhere from let's say fifty to eighty dollars, right? We're well below that, let's say by at least 20, 25% below that, and we don't have a maintenance fee. So comparing apples to apples, I would say if you look at cost per terahash, we're probably one of the lowest, if not the lowest. And also one 
kind of other interjection, we actually mine, we're the infrastructure for other mining farms. We have other mining farms Within that used to have, yeah. yeah, you know, they used to be in, in the Ukraine or they used to be in France. Uh, these are both real examples, but they were paying uh, too much for electricity. They had people that they had to pay for. They had a facility that they had to pay for rent, you know? So we, we were able to come in and say, look, it's five cents per kilowatt hour. We won't charge you anything, you know, no rent, no hosting. We'll maintain. You have our engineers. And all of a sudden, you know, three, four hundred ASIC miners get moved from there to us. And these guys now don't have to worry about it. Yeah. This is the kind of business that we really want to go after. It's, well, it's that's the scalability, right? It's the best way to scale. Yeah. So, look, everyone's going to want to know this, right? So two things. One, for those of you who are at home listening, watching this, understand that it's cost per terahash. You need to understand, research that if you're getting into this business. Of course, we're going to find out. I'll tell you in a minute where you can find out more about uh, Elevate Group, of course, with me here. But um, what's your break-even price per Bitcoin? So we're pretty, okay, let me tell you something about break-even, first of all. Um, nobody can ever predict into the future what their break-even price is. A lot of mining people say our break-even is 2600 But things well, change, here's, right? At, here's, that, at yeah. that moment in time. And, uh, yeah, see, what ends up happening is nobody knows what the difficulty rate will be. Yeah. So if price is at 2600 but difficulty went up, then that person who said that is just that has no idea what no. they're talking about. It won't it won't be that. It, they, so nobody knows what it is. What we can what I can say is this today at price of thirty five hundred, we are profitable which basically means that depending on what difficulty we'll do, we're pretty close to like the line. Yeah. So I know that my cost to generate Bitcoin is less than what it's Bitcoin is selling for right now. Okay. So that's a good thing. You know, we, yep. you, you, you remain uh, in the black, which is really, really important. Of course, yeah. you know, we don't know what what's going to happen tomorrow. It's about surviving long term because long term, I don't think anybody in the space has too many issues with what's going to happen. This is a new emerging technology, a new emerging market, uh, Bitcoin, crypto and blockchain. And I can't see it going anywhere. I'm very fortunate that I get to speak to a lot of different people in different areas of the ecosystem. And um, it's not a matter of if it's a matter of when. So hopefully yeah. we continue to uh, hold above 3,500 for a while longer and see some bulls come back. But Amir, look, everyone wants to know, mate, tell us where they can find out more about Elevate Group and what they can do. The best is to, well, first to go on to our site. So it's elevategroup.io. And we're actually revamping our site this week. So over the next four or five days, they'll, they, they might see uh, changes onto the site. Not a site. scam, it's just an update. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, no scams, just updates, exactly. Um, we're actually really transparent with everything, uh, by the way. I mean, we, we actually give people access to their own miners. So they, they see the terahash, they see it running, they even see the temperature and they have the serial number of the miner. But anyway, so elevategroup.io. Once you're on there, you'll also have links to our Telegram group. And that's where everybody's active. I mean, we have people in, you know, we have investors in our Telegram group who bought one or two miners, and we have others who have like 50 or 60 in there, and they're all very helpful. And at this point, it's become a community. So really, 
you know, you don't need me to ask the question. You can just go in there and just ask the question and somebody else who's already doing it is going to tell you what their experience is. Um, so this is really more about people doing their homework, understanding what mining is. And then we're just here to say, look, did you decide if you want to mine? Because if you do want to mine, here's our, our cost basis. We're probably one of the best platforms you can mine with. And that's it. Then they, they decide whether they want you know to, to mine or not, not to mine. Pretty straightforward and easy to follow. It's straightforward. Mining, mining is a simple business. You know, anybody tries to kind of talk sophisticated about mining is, is just trying to confuse it. We, it's really simple. Power, maintenance, cooling, ventilation, <laughs> you know, uh, and, and stay online and make sure you're running uh, as much TerraHash as efficiently as you can. That's what we do. Well, mate, it's been brilliant having a chat with you. Thank you for an in-depth understanding of Elevate Group and what you guys are doing. It's really exciting. It sounds like you're in the right place at the right time. You've got friends in the right places with massive massive facilities in Siberia, like all of us do. So congratulations for capitalizing on that and hanging out in the right circles. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, Amir Ness, the CEO of Elevate, Elevate Group, elevategroup.io. So thank you so much for your time, mate. Very good. Thank you, thank everybody, you for, for watching. Time. And uh, you take care of yourselves. I'll speak to you again very soon. Bye for now. Cheers. The Trader Cobb Crypto Podcast is hosted by Craig Cobb. All TraderCobb courses, products, and tools can be found at TraderCobb.com because experience matters.